The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in many places in the Gospels, our Lord speaks in absolute and unequivocal terms. No ifs and buts about it. There was such cases in today's Gospel. Where the Lord declared, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus in his person is the way the truth and the life that leads to the Father, that leads to eternal salvation. Without Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, there is no salvation. There is no eternal life. You know, with so much religious indifference in the world nowadays, there's a lot of confusion about religion, the true religion, even a lot of confusion among Catholics. Sometimes they're the most confused. There's only one and only one Savior, and that's Jesus Christ. There was no other Savior. Buddha cannot save us. Muhammad cannot save us. Pachamama cannot save us. Indian Ram cannot save us. Only Jesus Christ can save us. Only Jesus Christ can save you. But, you know, Jesus founded a church, which is his body on earth. We call it the mystical body of Jesus, of which he is the head. The church is the continuation and extension of Jesus Christ in space and time. And he founded only one church because he has only one body. He doesn't have multiple bodies. No one's got one body. That body is the Holy Catholic Church. And just as Jesus is necessary for salvation, so also is his church, his body, necessary for salvation. Jesus and his church form one unity, form one body. So in order to be saved, we have to accept not only Jesus Christ, but also his body, the Holy Catholic Church. That is why ever since the early fathers of the church, going way back, 
The Catholic Church has always taught outside the Catholic Church there is no salvation. Perhaps you haven't heard that expression lately. Many Catholics and non-Catholics regard this teaching as something, as a relic of the past that has been tossed into the dustbin of history. Actually, it's quite the opposite. This teaching was reaffirmed by the Second Vatican Council under the decree of the Church called Lumen Gentium, Article 14, and also in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, Article 846. What this teaching states is the following, that salvation comes from Jesus Christ the head through his church, which is his body. So all salvation, all grace of salvation comes through Jesus through his church. Article 14 of the decree of the church, Lumen Gentium, therefore declares, quote, hence they could not be saved who knowing that the Catholic Church was founded as necessary by God through Christ would refuse to enter it or to remain in it. So in other words, what this declaration is saying that, say for example, somebody is non-Catholic. Could be a non-Catholic Christian, could be a pagan. And they come to realize that the Catholic Church is necessary for salvation. But they refuse to enter it. They cannot be saved. Or take the example of a baptized Catholic who belongs in the church, in the church, but they, and they don't, and they realize that the Catholic Church is the true church, and that's for salvation, but they leave it. They cannot be saved. Now this teaching does not refer to those folks who know fault of their own, don't know Christ and his church. In other words, a lot of non-Catholics, Christians and non-Christians. It is possible for non-Catholic Christians and for non-Christians to be saved if they follow their own conscience in good faith and if they observe the natural moral law. There's two things here. They follow their own conscience and sincerity in good faith and observe the natural moral law. But the grace that saves them comes from Jesus Christ through his church. In some way, God communicates his saving grace to them. We don't know how, but God has his way. God in his infinite wisdom and mercy knows how to communicate saving grace to those who are pagans and those who are non-Catholic Christians. But you know, since these folks lack the main channels of grace, the sacraments, Holy Mass, communion of the saints, their salvation is much, much more difficult and much more precarious. So my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we who belong to the one true faith, the Catholic faith, let us affirm and forget, and not forget our identity, who we are to the mercy and grace of Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes it says, well, you shouldn't brag about that. You shouldn't go on bragging that you belong to the one true church. Let's not bragging if you tell the truth. And we have to tell the truth and profess who we are and what we have. And they'll be ashamed of it. 
As the early fathers of the church, for example, one early father of the church, St. Patien, who was Archbishop of Barcelona, declared in the year 375, this going back, way back, way back, 375, declared, Christianos mihi nomenest, Catholicos vero cognomen, which means in Latin, Christian is my name, Catholic is my surname. 